keto is effective for some people. Grow those lats, man. Just, yeah. Smaller shirts and you get wider, it's game over, dude. Game over. <laughs> All right. Today's show, we got Mike Manfrey. What's up, dude? How you guys doing? I'm doing good. What's going on? How's Excited to be going? here. I got to get my notes up. We're going to try to make this shit as uh, normal um, as possible. Yeah, this is the third episode. What happened to being on the first or second like we, like we spoke about? You told me not to give the reason where you were at. <laughs> give the reason where yeah, I'm at? Yeah, remember? I don't you remember You were in that. Cabo on a yacht. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. And you're like, dude, I can't come in. Yeah, that's right. It was fun. I hate water. Do you really? Yeah. Well, I can swim. I just don't like being underwater. Why just, do you hate it water? It just doesn't sound fun. I don't know. It's not Gee. my jam. Really? Yeah. I know you're a boat guy. You've always been a boat guy. Yeah. yeah. I'm a sit at a poker table for 12, 12 hours guy. How did that go? That went well. Yeah? Yeah. Did you donate 10 grand? I did donate 10 grand. <laughs> <laughs> the WSOP. So I, I, I did it wrong. I told you I started day one. Yeah. And then day two was four days later. Because there's day 1A, day 1B, day 1C, day 1D. So Because there's so many people that play. So day two is technically like day five. So don't do day 1A. Do day 1D. If you guys are going to play WSOP, make sure you do day 1D. That's my advice. That way you're not waiting and sitting around in a hotel for Yeah, who's going to hang out in Vegas for five days like after? We were already there for like four or five days before that. So I don't, I don't make enough money to stay in Vegas for five days. Nah, I know. And I was there with a pregnant wife and a three-year-old. Oh, <laughs> I don't recommend it, dude. Oh, yeah. Dude. What did you guys do? Three-year-olds and pregnant women do not belong on the strip. What did you guys so, do? We stayed in the hotel a lot. I mean, we did some cool stuff, but yeah, yeah it's hard. Swim and stuff? Yeah. What hotel were you at? So the hotel was, that was hosting it was Bally's. So that's where we were. We were at Bally's. Nice. Yeah. Hell yeah. So... Okay, dude, let's cool. dive into some shit. Let's here. do it. Let's do it. Um, I don't know if I don't anybody that's watching this, you are big into the health nutrition coaching, right? Yes, I am. Twelve years. Well, 2011, right? So what is that? That's eleven years. Eleven, 11 years. years. Yep. Eleven years I've done it. Dude, that's like that's like twenty thousand hours. Yeah. They say you need ten thousand hours to become an expert. And I say if you are not an expert after ten years of doing something. Find a new hobby. I feel like you're ready to coach the coach. I might be a coach's coach. Oh, shit. <laughs> you might be onto something there. <laughs> I might be a coach's coach. We might have talked about that. <laughs> yeah. Um, before th before that, dude, you were a sheriff. So, yeah, I was with the sheriff's office. We know what you did before that. What did I do before that? Kiosks? That's right. Starting fights? So, me and Cade, people don't know, we've been friends since 2003. A little while. Yeah. We might get into some of the... We'll get into think, some of that yeah. stuff, but when I met Cade, I was working at a kiosk because I was only 20, so I didn't have a, a cool job yet. That yeah, was like, we had like T-Mobile phones or something. The, if you're 20 years old or 19, the coolest job you can do is probably working in the mall. It's the coolest job ever. Oh, I'd come see you every day. It was awesome. Come hang out. Right? Watch yeah, you yeah, sell yeah. cell phone That's cases right. and right. cell phone accessories. Cell phone cases. <laughs> Oh, but that shit was fun, dude. It was so fun, dude. That was fun. I mean, it was Valley for a Mall, which is ghetto, but like, you know, apart from that, it was pretty good. Yeah, that's I think you almost, you almost beat like eight dudes up, so. 
This guy's aggressive, man. You'll always be fighting people. So you've calmed down. Um, I've I've calmed down a ton. Yeah, so. you have. But what the, have, you and I had a we we didn't talk for a while. Mm-hmm. I think it was just lives and stuff like that. Getting sure. Married. And sure. Separating me, getting married, not you. There was probably a five year span we didn't speak at all. And in that in that span, you became a sheriff. Mm-hmm. You weren't even at my graduation for the academy, and I called you twice. I know, and, and my, I my invitation was probably lost in the mail. Yeah. I think I even paged you once. <laughs> I said nine one one. Come to my come to my academy. With the pager. That's right. Oh shit. Yeah. So two thousand six. You know, funny story. I don't know if I told you this, but I actually we applied to the sheriff's office. Me and my buddy as a as a bet as a joke because we were barely twenty years old. We didn't think we were going to get the job. So we applied to the sheriff's office. He never got it. So the joke was on him. <laughs> <laughs> but I got hired on. In 2006, with the he sheriff's was office. Like, oh, bitch, you're the one that yeah, yeah, out. I know. He's like, ah. And then you know, a few years later, when I wasn't making any money, the joke was back on me. So, but I did that from 2006 to 2013. How so was I did that? it for about seven years. It was tough. That's How a tough that? job. That's a tough job. And I just got out in 2013 when it started getting a little more crazier. They were wearing bod cams and just, just it was a little more crazier at that time. And now it's just, as you know, now it's just. Nobody likes cops. Do you remember? Unfortunately. Which is ridiculous. Which is so ridiculous. <clears throat> so the stuff they go through for the pay they get is just, it's unreal. No. Yeah, so, and I live that life. And I remember thinking, man, it's, I'm getting paid not that much to put my life on the line. So. Yeah, do you have any shitty, shitty situations or anything like yeah, that? Yeah, there's a few. I mean, you're always going to have some situations. You try to be um, a well-respectful. Um, when you have a, you know, uh, a badge, you try to be respectful, not be Mr. Tough Guy. But sometimes you got to be. So, but I was just over it. And so 2011, I met my mentor. I actually was going to do a bodybuilding show. And my buddy said, hey, go see this guy. He does nutrition consulting. And I was actually a trainer part-time at 24-Hour Fitness while I was in law enforcement. Okay. And uh, so I already kind of started the process of working with clients and kind of building that clientele trainer relationship. And so he said, go see this guy. He'll tell you exactly what to eat. And I was like, oh, you just don't work out more and get, get more in shape? I didn't really know about the nutrition side. I was only, you know, 24, 25, and I really didn't go down that road. You can't go to the Mongolian Grill. Yeah, right? Yeah, that's up, right. Hit a little baby corn. It was Chinese Gourmet. What was that place Chinese called? Gourmet. It was Chinese Gourmet. 45th and State. It's changed That was our now. jam. Yeah. It's, it's been now. like 14 different, I think it's a strip club now. Don't, don't tell my, my my health coach, but I ate there today. Did you eat there on 45th there and today. State? I was going to take a picture. You son of a bitch. And send it to you. Oh, my God. It's changed now. They yeah. kind of dressed it up a little bit. I'll see you for check-ins tomorrow. We'll see how bad you did. Mm. we got to so, talk about that. Yeah. So, yeah, um, I met my mentor, and I was sitting in his office, and it was like the aha moment where I'm like, man. I know how much I'm paying you and you have 50 of me. You have 50 clients that you're seeing changing lives through the, the power of nutrition. It was unreal, dude. So I remember telling him, I will do whatever it takes. Cause I was already, this is 2011. I've done it for five years now in law enforcement. I was over it. I was just ready to get out, but I couldn't leave because you have to pay bills and you have a mortgage and so forth. So, um, I said, dude, I'll, I'll whatever I got to do. I'll shadow. If I have to shadow you, I'll clean toilets. I'll be your janitor. Tell me what I got to do to do what you do. So he brought me on board and I just would shadow him every day in his office, see how he, he talks to clients, what the program consists of, you know, his, his nutrition language. Um, and so I did that for 
six months and he finally said, okay, you're ready to jump on board and start seeing clients. And this is 2011. So I started seeing clients. He would trickle me down a few clients here and there. Um, and then 2013, I finally made enough money because it's a commission job. It wasn't like I, he was paying me. Yeah. He's just basically, you know, um, you got whatever you, you, you know, hunt, you get a, you get to eat, you know? So you have to be here to make money. You can't, it's not like when I was at the sheriff's office, it's the same paycheck every two weeks. It's guaranteed money. Um, which I didn't like, I didn't like that. I didn't like having a W2 job. Yeah. I liked the ability to make as much money as I wanted. So, um, 2013, I finally, July 3rd of 2013, I left. I turned my, turned my badge in. So, when? and you know, a lot of people, I'll never name names, but a lot of people, a majority of people, 90% of, of people that I worked with thought it was the biggest mistake ever. Cause I was in for seven years. Yeah. You retire at 20. So I have more, 13 more years to collect a paycheck forever. Yeah. And then you could have done something else after that or something. Yeah. 13 more years due to me. I was already in it for seven. Dude, you'd only 13 be in. more you'd... years was like a death. I'm, I might as well just be dead. You've been doing it for 12. So you're still there right now. Yeah. I was actually yeah, supposed maybe. to retire 6 26 2026. That's, yeah. That's my actual date. Because I, I started June 6th, June 26th of 06. Had you gone down that path, you're, you're still. I still have four more years, dude. Yeah, I, I couldn't even believe years. it. No way. Not only that, I've seen a lot of my buddies that they were on their 19th year close to getting their pension and they do something stupid and they get sued and they lose everything. And they're in, and they're in it for 19 years. You hear those stories all the time. Of people losing their pension over something stupid, whether it was their fault or not. Yep. Their department decided to to hang them on it, and um, yeah. So I didn't want to be that guy. You know, you're on your 19th year, and something goes wrong, and you lose everything. Yeah, that'd right? be fucking shitty. Yeah. So um, I left, and mo- majority of people were like, "Dude, you're making a mistake. You get a get you get a guaranteed paycheck in 13 years." What like, would you What would you say to like people that are in your same situation, hanging on to that job? Like, cause you, 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 you've been super successful and I've been blessed. I was blessed when I left, <clears throat> when I left the sheriff's office, um, all I had was a mortgage. I didn't have kids. I wasn't married. Dude, some of those, some guys, of those guys, they have three kids and a wife and they have good insurance. You can't leave. So I almost felt bad for them because I was in the position where I could leave. And, you know, if I have to sell my condo and, you know, live on the streets. It was better than doing that job yeah. to me. Yeah. But some people were stuck. Of course. So I, I didn't fault them for that. Yeah. But there were some guys that were just so miserable and they could have left. I remember telling some people, just come with me, just to start your own business. It's going to take some time It is what it is in two years. You'll be happy. You did it. Um, but a lot of them stayed and they're still to this day, not happy with their lives. Right. Or some of them got fired or some of them, you know, they stayed and then three years until their, their pension, they leave or they, they get fired. We've so, had enough and they're out of there. Yeah. So. Yeah. So 13 years to me was like a death sentence, dude. So anyway, yeah, I left and I started um, seeing clients full time. And, and it was that time, dude. And I tell people this all the time that want to do what I do. And I get hit up all the time about wanting to start a coaching business or just, just starting something, not even coaching. Just yeah. a lot of people say, hey, I want, I'm sick of my job, my nine to five. I want to start something different. How did you do it? Right? What was that leap? But the moment when I was doing both, I was with the sheriff's office and seeing clients. I would work from six o'clock in the morning till two o'clock in the afternoon as, the, as a uh, law enforcement. And then from three to eight, I would be at the office in Sandy. 
and I'd be seeing clients. And it was really hard to juggle both. I was basically, you know, you're working all day, four yeah. or five days a week, and you're trying to build this business. Um, but it was hard. But once I finally left and I put both two feet in and jumped in and just did it full time, that's when everything changed. That for sure. When you started that, con- when you started this, uh, going down this path of talking about jump- going out on your own, the that entrepreneur mindset, dude, your your wheels started spinning. You're looking at that dude. You're like, hold on, I know how much you're making. I know what you're charging. I know what you're making. Yeah. My mentor. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And so that's that entrepreneur mindset, dude. That's like everything. When he told me what he was making per month, I could not even believe it. I would, I like, it was unreal money from what the money I was. He was making what I would make in almost a year in a month. So do you do that? Was, like I, I find myself doing that all the time. Dude. <clears throat> I don't know if you do or not, but I any anything that I like if, the, if it's a guy cleaning the car or something like that, I'll sit and look at it and I'll be like, well, hold on, he's he's charging this much per car. You know yeah, I mean? you start doing the math. Yeah, you, you start, start running numbers. Uh-huh. Like, okay, if it's just him out there, this is what he's at. Sure. But if he gets more vehicles or something like that, then it could be at th- it, with hourly guys. Then it could be at this. Like, mm-hmm. it's I don't know. That, that's the shit that just goes through my head all the time. The only downfall to that. And, and my mentor told me this when I finally jumped in with two feet, it's not guaranteed. That's the scary part. It's scary. Good. And it's scary. Bad. It goes both ways. It will scare you to where you, you know, if you're not going to make it, it's not going to fail. I remember when I left the sheriff's office that day, July 3rd, dude, I was like, so terrified. Uh, people were going out for, for, um, uh, July 4th weekend. And I was just, I was like sick to my stomach. I was scared. I was like, man, this is, and my dad was like be, beside himself. My dad's an old school guy. He wants that nine to five. He, you know, he wants that guarantee. And I was not, I didn't want to live that life anymore. I thought he was a sheriff for the longest time. Oh, really? Yeah. He's a truck driver. Yeah, dude. Right. Did my, he have a jacket or something or what? He probably wore my jacket. <laughs> or I, pro- I actually probably got him one. I, I swear to God, yeah. I thought he was He would a wear sheriff, sheriff hats. Ever, and I'm like, you shouldn't be wearing that around town, dude. The I, problem with cops versus firefighters is I can wear a Salt Lake County, Salt Lake City fire, fire shirt, shirt. And people are like, oh, cool, man. You wear a Salt Lake City Police shirt, like you're gonna get your car keyed probably, right? It's a sad. It's it's it's, it's, it's unfortunate. Bullshit. It is because we they both change lives. They both save lives. Yeah. But everyone loves firefighters and no one likes cops. Yeah. That's it's just it's unreal, dude. Yeah. Right. So, it's either calling the fire department when they're getting, you know, when when they're getting their ass beat or or they're getting carjacked. We did. Yeah. Who are you gonna call? Yeah. So. We we might our our cars might get keyed. We better. Yeah, we're, we're in a dangerous area. Yeah, <laughs> I, was, I had the windows <laughs> rolled up. I was like, man, <laughs> scary out here, dude. <laughs> Did you roll your yeah. shit up as you this come This is where we grew up, too, kind of, right? So A little, like, further west. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. but this, this uh, I don't know. Like, it's a lot of it's residential out there, and the lady across the street and shit, they're awesome. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's it pretty cool. It ain't too bad out there. So, um, yeah, um, <clears throat> it's not guaranteed money, but, yeah, I was running the numbers in my mind. Like, if this dude's making this much on me and he has 50 of me, not to mention, not besides the money, I told him and he laughed at me when I said, I said, if I can make the same amount of money that I was making with the sheriff's office, yeah. which was garbage, unfortunately, it sucks. If I can make the same amount of money just to pay my bills, I will leave the sheriff's office and do this full time. But until then, until I have enough money to pay my bills, I can't leave. And he was laughing at me. And I get it now because it the money that you're making in that job is so minimal. So you can get that in one or two clients. Yeah. It was so it was, he was in his mind thinking just two or three clients, dude, that's all you need to get consistently to make that much money. So yeah, I left, um, 2013 and that first year was really scary. There's a few times where 
I remember one time he wrote me out a check for like 1400 bucks for the month. <clears throat> and I remember going to Mountain America and I was like, oh my gosh, this is, this is for the whole month. Maybe I did make a mistake. You know, this was like five months after I left, you know, cause he would pay me, you know, yeah. he would take his commission. He would yeah. take his, his split. It was a 60, 40 split, which seems like a lot. And it is at the time I didn't care. He could have taken 80% of my money. I wouldn't even care yeah. because I was just enjoying that journey of starting my own business even though it was his business. Yeah, but how long did you stay there before you ended up just branding yourself? Yeah, so I stayed there for four years. Four years? Yep. I left 2015. And a funny story about that is I walked in his office one day. I actually got the balls to do it because I was super scared of him. Um, because he's, he, it's all I knew was, was being under the umbrella of this company. And this, my mentor had about 15 of us consultants, maybe 10 in this, in this office. So he, now he was only making his own money, but he was also making a percentage off 10 other people, other consultants that were also paying him. So um, I went to his office one day in 2015 and I said, I think I deserve a 60 or a, an 80-20 split. I was doing it was a 60-40 split at the time. Yeah. For After four years, dude, I said, I want 80-20 split. I feel like that's so realistic. I feel like that's, that's not me asking a lot. I've given you a lot of money. And he's helped me a lot, so I was grateful for it. He told me to fuck off. Well, I get, I get like the 80, 40 when you've got like 10 clients or something that you're seeing, you know what I mean? It's a small amount. Yeah. And you got well, an office. The 60, like 40 that. was fine. It was, I was making 60% of my, yeah. of my, my money and I was giving him 40%. But as you, but as you get bigger and bigger, more clients yeah. and more clients. As it, you start growing, I'm like, dude, why the fuck am I paying you money yeah. on a client I got on my own? Maybe I'm using your office. I'm using the software. I get that. But if I get my own client, there should be a different split. Yeah. Right. And I actually, and we can talk about this later, but I do that same thing with, with one or two of my consultants that I have underneath me right now is if you get your own clients, you know, it's a different split than if I give you a client. Right. So anyway, so I walked you, his you office from that and you've implemented it. 100%. You could yeah. be too greedy, dude. Yeah. You really can't. Um, and, uh, so yeah, he told me to fuck off and to kick rocks. And I said, okay. Fantastic. And within a week, I remember driving home that night and I was already looking for offices. I was like, okay, you want to fucking play that game? Sweet. So let's do it. So within a week, I had my own LLC, Mike Manfrey Fitness, right? I decided. Not nervous at all. Nervous. At this point. You super still nervous. nervous? Oh, yeah. Like the next step now, now is. Not only. Now so I made you. that first leap from the sheriff's office, yeah. which is scary enough. Now. I'm under this umbrella of this company feeding me clients once in a while. My name's not on the door, so it's not my, it's really not my ass if something goes wrong. I yeah. mean, it is because you're a 1099. I remember going to B&I groups, dude. He would send me to these B&I chapters, and they were, like, confused. They're like, so is it your business? I'm like, no, it's not my business. But you're your own boss? Yeah, it's, it's like my own LLC. Like, people don't understand the difference, and I hated that. Yeah. So, um, now I'm taking this next leap to be on my to really be on my own. Now my name's on the door. Mike Manfrey Fitness is on the door. Now it's all me. There's no one feeding me clients. There's no one I could run to when there's a problem. It's now I'm, now I'm that that guy, right? So within a week though, I had my own LLC and and uh, I, I jumped again in that West Jordan office. That's where I was. I've come to you in all your offices. You have. That's yep. right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. In the it's good job security. Hell yeah. Yeah. Dude. Yeah. Um, God, so when did you leave the first place? Uh, with my mentor? Yeah. 2015. And so, I'm bouncing around, not name dropping or anything, because I don't... Sure, yeah, I won't even name his name. He's yeah. not around anymore, by the yeah. way. So I heard about that. Yeah, he's passed away. Um, 
which is also unfortunate. And we actually did mend our relationship right before he passed away, which was cool. He passed away in 2018. So um, we actually spoke a few times and because things were bad. He was like trying to sue me. You know, he was, it's just, it went bad because I, I took a bunch of my clients with me. Yeah. I shouldn't even say took a bunch of my clients with me. If you're my client, right? They were your client. And I go somewhere else. If you just follow me, what the fuck is he going to do? Right? So that's where non-competes don't really make sense. Yeah. In any business, in my opinion, right? If you go wherever I go, that's not on me. That's, that's where you want to go. Yeah. You broke up with me, but I kept following. That's right. Yeah. So I had a bunch of stalkers. <laughs> so yeah. but uh yeah so he was trying to say I, I took a bunch of his clients and anyway well I won't get into that but it was yeah. also a big mess and so and at the same time I was actually getting ready to compete in Miami for the nationals was that your first this is no this was my uh I think my fourth show so I started competing in 2014 but I was getting ready to compete in Miami for nationals and I was also so literally in a two-week span, I was getting ready to compete in Miami. I was also changing jobs and getting a whole new office in, in an LLC. I mean, it was just like that two weeks was a nightmare, dude. It was so crazy. And also with him threatening to sue me and do everything else. So Wait, What year was that? 2015. 2015. Mm-hmm. And I, October. I, I started with you in 2015. Yeah. Earlier, I think it was the first of 2015. Well, no. Oh, yeah, at the other company. Yeah. Yep, Yep. you're right. You're right. Yep, and then uh, I can't remember. Did I... Did I stay on with you for almost a full year? I think you lost like 60 pounds. Weren't you like 700 pounds when you first started? Yeah. And then we got you down to like 250? No, I was still at like 620. (laughs) (laughs) I'm still there right now, dude. After the the meal you just had, what you just told me about, so... We, I look at the videos and stuff, and I watch that shit, and I'm like, oh, my God. Yeah. Dude, sit up yeah. straight. Stop slouching. Dude, your before and afters were sick, though. They were good. They were really dope. They were. Yeah. That was freaking huge change. I think yeah, I got, dude. I went from two, 260. It happened fast, too. Mm-hmm. So I went from 260 to 198 was the lowest. Yep. But I was working out, like, two times a day. You were killing it. Yeah. So it wasn't, like, muscle was there. Everything was there, dude. Yep. I just was dropping. Yep. Exactly. The goal was abs, dude, and I fell short. But takes time. So, I believe I read a study that I think two percent of Americans have abs. Really? Don't, don't quote me exactly, but I believe it's along those lines. It's definitely under five percent. How many dude, people I, do you know that has abs? Uh, one. Yeah, me. That's it. I'm the only guy. You know, you gotta get better friends, <laughs> no, dude. Oh, I got, I got, I got better friends. You get better friends. You got than some that. abs. You He's, got abs. He's got abs. Yeah. Caden's got abs. Yeah, I think your marketing guys have hey, abs. Cade's got abs and good hair. That's right. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. So. Um, but yeah. Um, so anyway, yeah. Um, how anyway. How did we get sidetracked? I don't know, dude. Did I start you that know, shit? That's why we have editors. Oh, they can shit. edit all this bullshit out. <laughs> we, we ain't editing shit. <laughs> this could be like three minutes of like actual talking. Right. Yeah. Um, no, so I dropped a ton of weight, dude. You it did drop e- a ton of weight. It was easy as hell. Mm-hmm. Yep. Like, yep. you just have to get going on it and. You should have to start. That's why I tell people all the time. You just got to get started. There's always going to be busy times. Your life is always going to be busy. People hit me up all the time. Oh, I'm going to start when I'm not busy anymore. Okay, guess I'll never see you. Your future self will be happy that you started. Of course. You just got to get started. So. And I've been back seeing you for a month. Yeah. You and wifey killing yeah, it. Me and wifey. Yep. So. And I currently see about 125 clients a week. No shit. Right now. So when, yep. here's the thing. I wanted to know when COVID hit. 
did you transition? I got busier when did COVID you? hit. Like I never shut people, down. People had time. Not only did they not, they had time, but also they were sitting at home getting fatter or getting skinnier. And did you go? Yeah, that'd be Caden's problem. Yeah, I, uh, I have muscle building clients, but yeah. <laughs> So, dude, COVID was insane because a lot of businesses shut down, which is unfortunate, but my business thrived because people not only were sitting at home getting fatter or getting out more out of shape or unhealthy, um, but also they're thinking, man, if I'm overweight and I get COVID, oh, yeah. this yeah. can kill me, right? Most people That's that were right. dying were yeah. obese. Um, and so people, their sense of alertness kind of went up a little bit. Okay, man, if I get... If I'm this overweight and I get COVID, which I'm most likely going to get eventually, I can die. But so you, I better get my shit in order. You 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 started doing Zoom shit and stuff like that, didn't you? No. You have no. clients out of state. How I do. Does, how does that work if you have client, clients out of that state? Never, I mean, that before COVID, I had clients out of state. So that never, Did you? That never changed anything. Okay. Yeah. I maybe had a handful of clients that didn't want to come in. I remember saying, hey, I'm still open. You know, I remember March of 2020, April of 2020 was kind of, you know, people were, that was when people were this they were super scared. I never shut down. Yeah. I felt I was essential. So, <laughs> which go. I was, <laughs> I was essential <clears throat> for sure. Being in construction, we didn't slow down. Yeah. No, yeah. no, no. Yeah. I'm sure it's the same thing. So some businesses thrived on that. I did with COVID for sure. And I haven't slowed down since, which is good. But it, a lot of it has to do with, I do a lot of marketing. I don't yeah. actually, we'll throw this out there. I've never paid a dollar for marketing ever. Right. Um, I've hired people to do like my website and stuff, but I've actually never paid money to like Facebook ads or anything like that. Mm. You got some clever shit um, though on your Instagram. I'm just, I tell people all the time, man, if you're listening to this or, you know, Facebook stories, Instagram stories are free. Use them up. Use the shit out of them, dude, because they're, they're eventually probably going to get smart and start charging for that, but they're free. That's my all I do. I get more, I get more, more tread on, um, on Instagram stories and I do posts. Really? Yeah. Granted, it's only there for 24 hours, but I get way more DMs from those versus the post. 100%. More, more people contact me. Yeah, absolutely. That's, what is it? Manfrey underscore? Mike Manfrey underscore. Mike Manfrey underscore. Mike Manfrey was taken by someone that doesn't even. Not even near school. Yeah, they have like, no, they have like two posts. Like oh, they don't even. Dude. I've actually reached out to them and said, hey, I'll pay you to. <laughs> you take the underscore and let me just have Mike Manfrey. They never got back to me. <laughs> Mike Manfrey without the underscore. I don't think they're even on Instagram. <laughs> yeah, let's petition. Find Mike Manfrey without on Instagram the without the underscore because that's not me. Just Mike Manfrey. And you will get a reward. Yeah, I'll get some. I'll give you 500 bucks. Oh, let's, get, let's get some signatures. Uh, one of the posts that really stood out to me, dude, was you, uh, you and your COVID post. In the oh gym, my dude. gosh, dude! Who, what the hell? What my start, what my coronavirus what uh, video. That? I don't even know where I got the inspiration for that, but it came out quick. I think I did it in like April of 2020. <laughs> oh, dude. If you haven't seen it, guys, go watch it. Yeah. I'm like in full uh, like biohazard, you know, gear, and <laughs> I I got my 14 gloves. I got my um, toilet you know, paper. I got toilet my my 19 rolls issue. of toilet paper. Yeah, that was yep. an issue. Spraying down every little thing. So my favorite part about that dude was with, at the end when he started cleaning the treadmill. Yeah, <laughs> every every step. <laughs> One step at a time. <laughs> we got that pulled up. Yeah. Oh, shit, dude. It's awesome, dude. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty funny stuff. So. You guys pulling that up? Yeah. It's pretty funny. But I had my buddy who's a videographer uh, shout out to Bryson Sessions. He uh, filmed that for me. It's pretty Did funny. Did he? Yeah. Who was all in the gym? 
It was an empty gym. A buddy of mine had a gym out in Harriman. Yeah. Um, and it's not there anymore, but he let me just go do it, film it for 30 minutes. Yeah, the gym was actually closed. Oh, it was? Yeah, it was like from 2 to 3 <laughs> downtime. That's my spot right yeah, there. <laughs> there's Bryson right there. Oh. He's my video. Watch this part, it's funny. My, he sneezes. I mean, just, <laughs> looks like, it's like you got a condom on your head. I know, dude. Look, look I'm all scared. <laughs> but that, that, treadmill, that treadmill part, dude, just killed me. So funny, dude. Yeah. <laughs> no, everybody needs to go see that. The shit. music is pretty funny as me walking in. It's just like, just chill. I think it's a uh, sublime song, but is it's it? super funny. Yeah. No, that that treadmill, each step wiping down the treadmill, dude. Dude, killed. each roll, those toilet papers, I think they cost me uh, nine bucks each roll at the time. I'm so. surprised you even <laughs> got them. <laughs> I know. It cost me nine bucks out of meet a guy in an alleyway. Is that what oh, I was going to say? Valley. Is that what you pay the neighbor when yeah. you were robbing? <laughs> was Valley. Yeah, I was like, hey, he had like a trench coat with all the toilet papers. <laughs> Oh, dude. So you, all right, you're all, you're into all sorts of stuff. You just flipped a house. I did. I'm trying to get into real estate game for sure. Um, and the reason why is my current business model, I have to be there to make money. That's the only unfortunate part about the coaching space for most people. And I'm trying to change that. We talked about the coach's coach, yep. but I am trying to, if I'm not in my office, I don't make any money. You can't go on vacation and that's make unfortunate. money. That's unfortunate. Yeah, that's true freedom is when you can step away and make money. Yeah. That's not me. I'm not there. You can make amazing money and I have a, an amazing life and a great lifestyle and I've been very blessed, but I have to be there. When I take vacation, I lose money. So the real estate thing came up. I actually have a lot of clients that are real estate investors and I, I, I'm very fortunate to, to pick their brain in our appointments to kind of find out, hey, what, you know, um, you know, what's their, what's their tactics and how do they do real estate investing? And I've been reading a book a week for almost a year now on real estate. Yeah. October is when I started reading about real estate is when I start, when I bought my first house out in Sandy. Um, it was supposed to be, you know what a burr is? Yeah. Buy, rehab, rent, refinance, repeat. Yep. It was supposed to be a burr. It turned out being a burr, but I didn't refinance. I just sold it because the house was too big. It was a six bedroom, three uh, bath house. It was just too big for rental, in my opinion. And a lot of, of my clients that are investors, they're, they're also on that same page where if it's too big, a lot of investors that I know, they always say, you want to buy a house that's closest to the street. Meaning in a six bedroom house, you can downgrade to a four bedroom house. Yeah. You can't downgrade from a two bed, one bath or, you know, you, I mean, you really could to a one bedroom, but it's very unlikely. Yeah. So the, the, the smaller the house, the better the rental. Yeah, anybody, because that's, anybody that's looking, there's a smaller option that they of can course, take if need be. Most people aren't looking for a six-bedroom house to rent out. They're just not. But if it's like a studio apartment, they're not going to be like, well, yeah. I'm going to go rent the bathroom across You the want to avoid a one-bedroom, one-bath, though, too, because those are going to be more short-term type people, right? A one-bed, one-bath. Yeah. You want to avoid that as well. You want at least two people in your house. So two-bed, one-bath is perfect. Three-bed, two-bath. But nothing bigger than that. So And yours was six bedrooms? It was too big. Yeah, it was massive. Um, I, I kind of bit off more than I can chew. The rehab took about seven months. It was supposed to take four. It was my first First rehab. rehab. I had no clue what I was doing. I had, again, a client of mine who kind of walked me through the process. He was kind of my GC. But since he wasn't actually a GC, there was no um, uh, timeline on it. Like, if it got finished later, it didn't didn't cost him more money. It was costing me more money in, in interest, right? 
So anyway, yeah, it was great. Uh, it was a good experience. Um, I'll never flip another house ever again. I'll, I'll, I'll burr a house. I was just going to ask you. I'll rehab it, but I'll want to refinance and keep it. Yeah. So um, I would rather burr a three-bedroom, two-bath all day, right? And this way I can hold on to it. Are you looking for something now? Yeah, I am. I'm looking more for a multifamily, though. So multifamilies, you know, three, four, four uh, a triplex or a fourplex is, is kind of like where it's at, in my opinion. Because once you get in the five-plex space, it's more commercial. Yeah. And the lending's different. You got to put more but money you down. But you didn't lose on that first house. No, no. I, I made close to six figures profit on that house, which is crazy because. That's really good from what I hear. Most people make about 50K on their, on their flips. Um, the market was just starting to downturn as well. We actually dropped the price by 50,000 on the MLS. So I've actually, I actually could have made a lot more money if I would have done it the right way. That's quite a bit, dude. I've talked yeah. to people where they're, you know, I guess they would be about the 50,000 mark. They, there are people that go out there and, and get tighter deals where they're only making like 15 grand yeah. on a bunch of deals. We just bought it extremely cheap. We, we bought it as is, and it was just a straight Dump. garbage house. Yeah, dude, it was unreal. The, good the before and done. afters are, are, are pretty cool. Yeah. Did you have to sit and watch it then and schedule everything? I did. did. I mean, again, one of my clients kind of helped me. He had, you know, he had a tile guy. He had this guy. Yeah. But sometimes it wouldn't show up. So now I'm, I'm searching on Facebook, you know, to, hey, who's, who's, is there any tile guys? There's flooring guys. So I had to do a lot of my own, um, uh, try to find my own guys. A lot of that, a lot of that is tough. It was though. a headache, dude. It was what? It was a headache. Yeah, a lot of trying to run a business plus do that because most people that are doing that, most people they're real estate investors. That's all they do. Yeah, I was still having to go to work four days a week for ten hours a day, plus try to like manage people at the property. Sometimes at the property, it was vacant for two weeks, no one working on it. Yeah, so that and that's what I was. That's what I've been trying to get at as well as being in the construction space. That's what it is. Like that superintendent's there to make sure that everybody's starting at seven, eight, or whatever start time is. Because if you're not checking it all the time and you roll around there at noon and you're like, you guys are supposed to be here. And they're like, yeah, we're going to be there in a minute. Usually if they tell you they're going to be there at like noon or afternoon, you, they're not going to be there at all that day. Yeah, like, of course. Yeah. So like seven o'clock rolls around and that's when you're like, where are you at? Yeah. Like seven oh one. where are you at? I didn't have that luxury, unfortunately. And so I would have a guy there working and he'd be like, dude, there's been two weeks. I haven't seen one other person and there's a lot to be done. So the timeline now, and every day that that gets pushed back, my hard money guy makes more money. Yep. Right. So two factors that went against me was it took longer. So I had to pay more interest. Um, and the price had to be dropped because we, we took too long. We started getting into where it became more of a buyer's market. Yeah. Um, so I'll never flip another house ever again. Honestly, I'll rehab a house and keep it, but I'll never flip it to try to sell it again. Yeah. Rent right now is going through the roof. Oh my gosh. Um, and so I just purchased a, a townhome out in Lehigh and it's still on the market for rent. Serious? Mm-hmm. It's a brand new townhome. So you know how much townhomes are going for right now in Lehigh? What? $500,000. What's this? Oh yeah. What's the square footage on it? 2,200 square feet 2200 or 2,300 square, 20, square feet. What have you got? It listed? 500 grand dude for a townhome. What have you got it listed for rent? 2350 right now. I have a PM that's kind of running it for me. And it's how what, how many square feet? 2300. I feel like that's pretty good. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. That's the going right out in Lehigh right yeah, now like, where it's at. Yeah, it's a good area. Foot kind of thing. But they built so many townhomes out there and a lot of investors purchased a bunch, so there's just tons for rent right now. And dude. they are I was going to say crazy. They can't sell them. They're going to turn them to rent them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So it's just super saturated right now, yeah. the way the market is. So I'll never not purchase real estate, dude. I think it's the best investment ever Absolutely. for retirement. doesn't matter if it's a good market or a bad market. It's always going to go up. Yeah. So me being in construction, I think that, you know, my, I think the, one of the main things that makes the most money is paired together is construction and real estate. Yep. I love that shit. Absolutely. You've been in construction since I dude. That's all I've known you for. You're not the type of dude that would work at a kiosk. Like that, that, <laughs> that's just I not did, Cade. I did work for I Delta. I can see you, dude. You'd be punching people in the face, customers. <laughs> I did work for Delta. I had did to, you? Yeah, my customer yeah. service was on point. When I met you, you were always a construction guy. But you grew up in that because your dad was in construction. Yep. yep. Yeah. From, oh, shit, I was going to high school, and then I'd leave, and I'd go. Dude. Go do work and stuff on jobs. You were so smart when it came to construction and stuff. There's so. this one. Okay, so I got to tell a story. There's this one one time. I was leaving Highland High School, and I was headed to go work. Uh, it was a bank downtown, and uh, my cousin was the one running it, Eldon. So then oh, I went yeah, 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 I, yeah, I, yeah. I went down there and met up with him, and I just was this dumb high school kid. You know what I mean? He's been out, on, he's been out doing shit for sure. several years uh-huh. now. So he's like, I need you to go paint that bathroom. So I go in this bathroom. It's probably got two stalls. It's not a real big bathroom. Two sinks, two stalls, a couple urinals. I'm in there painting, and I got an oil base. And I'm in there just playing around for like 45 minutes to an hour. And he comes shooting through the door and looks at me. And I'm like high as a kite. He is like, what in the hell are you doing, dude? Like, get out here. So he pulls me out. I'm freaking, I don't even know what the hell is going on, dude. Because the fumes and shit. Yeah. <laughs> he sent probably me saved your life. He did. Yeah. I probably did. That wouldn't be the first time, dude. Yeah, dude. But I was 17, painting the bathrooms, oil-based, door shut, just... No mask on, nothing. Yeah, dude, Jeez. I just was having fun. I was singing to myself. Yeah. He, saved, like, he saved your life. Yeah, he's like, I could hear you, and he came uh-huh. running in and yeah. was like, dude, <laughs> what in the hell are you doing? That's so, so funny, dude. But, yeah, going back to those hours, I don't know, that's 20, 20 plus years. Yeah. So... Yeah. Doing the same shit. Yeah, that's, that's all I've known you to be is in construction. So that's where you I, belong, dude. You're smart. I did work for Delta, though. Yeah. Pushing people around in wheelchairs. Did you? I did. I guess you doing that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I had a big payout one time in it, too. Like tips? Yeah, yeah. dude. Whole shit. Some cute little lady gave you a tip. <laughs> dude. Yeah. I wasn't, I didn't have, these guys, uh, you would grab wheelchairs and you'd go pick, pick people up from sure. like the curb or uh-huh, something like uh-huh. that. Yeah. And so I was sitting with a bunch of people and there was, uh, a wheelchair and I could see this lady was like having troubles with the books. So she had like her son with her in the wheelchair. It was being pushed by one of the prospects. And then I could see the lady <laughs> was, I could, that's what they were called. I could see the lady was having issues. So I literally just walked up and was like, can I help you? And I, I grabbed all the stuff from her and uh, walked her on the plane, dude. She had a hundred dollar bookmarks. Nice. So she gave me a hundred dollar bill and yeah, she yeah. gave him a hundred dollar bill and nice. we got off that jetway, dude, and got back out there and he was he was like, That's freaking bullshit, dude. I went from the parking lot all the way to here. No tip. And all you <laughs> did was come up and grab her books and you get a hundred dollars too. So but then the food there was so goddamn expensive, it just took the hundred bucks that same day. Oh yeah, that's for sure. So, yeah. But um how long have we known each other? Two thousand three. 19 years. Yeah. We established it's longer than you've been alive. That's Kate. right. That's right. We were that young kid at one point, dude. Do you remember when you were 18, what a 39-year-old was to you? They were like 80 to me, dude. They were, I was like, oh, gross. You're 39? I remember being 20. That's what I felt when I was 20 years old to a 40-year-old. 
I remember being 20 and going to a club and getting in trouble. I do remember that. Yeah. I don't know if we'll get into that story. We didn't make it to the club. We did not make it in the club. No, we didn't make it in the club. We did not make we it. We spent too club. too much time at a at a traffic light. I did, yeah. <laughs> Apparently right. you get pulled over if you don't turn right at a red light. But I have found out and I did this myself is if you eat a bunch of pennies, you will blow zeros on a uh, breathalyzer. So, try that out next time you guys get pulled over. I did not. I ate about 14 pennies. I I'm, it probably took like 7 years off my life, but I didn't get a ticket. So <laughs> I think I was not the diseases lucky. I got from those pennies. Yeah. How it's late? probably still in my blood. Was that like midnight? Yeah, it probably was. Yeah, your mom was pissed. She dude. was pissed. Yeah, she Especially was. when that little, little Corolla that was like a rust bucket came up to take my blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's right. So good just, times. Just for the record, that was a not a drop act. I was under the legal limit. I would tell you something about Cade though. This dude is down to fight. No, I'm not. You are. Because me and my buddies one time, we, you just barely start hanging out with my little crew, right? And we were like, let's test this dude. Let's see if he's down to fight. And so when you were pulling up, we're like, hey, let's say that there's a bunch of kids coming to fight us, and let's see what Kate does. There was like seven of us. Remember, it was like me and Gary and all those guys. So Kate pulls up, and we're like, dude, these guys are going to come fight us, man. Like, are you, are you ready to fight? Cade's taking his watch off. He's taking all of his all of his necklaces off, like about to take his shirt off, just ready to brawl. And we're like, okay, bro. All right. All right. You passed. Yeah, but there's you passed. T- there's there was no kids that were gonna fight us, but if you would have been down. They were a lot smaller, dude. So yeah, like that was an elementary school. That was impressive. That was an elementary school that the kids were coming out of. Yeah. That's we were next we worried. were next to a playground, but that's, that's besides the that's point. That's why I wasn't worried. Twelve eight year olds can really do some damage. But there so. are a lot of situations. I'll, I, <laughs> this guy, I'm funny, huh? I'll, I'll, Am I funnier than the other guests? Yeah. Hell yeah. Am I the best so far? Hey, you're not allowed to say that. <laughs> Am I the best so far? You could edit that part you know out. That, edit I, that part there's out. There's no editing. We don't have the software. No, well, I guess you're the two guests who are going to get the butt hurt. So, I'm, you, I'm, a you, funny, I'm a funny fucking dude. Do you need though. to meet Red Suit? I know. Yeah, you need to I think we've actually him. spoken one time on Instagram. So he Have just you? rocks red suits all day. All the time. What's the obsession with that? More marketing and stuff like that. Interesting. Yep. So just so people know. Yep. Yeah. Smart. Dude, it's all about marketing. Yeah. And that's what I want to get into with, uh, you know, a coach that I might be hiring um, to get my platform off the ground as far as coaching other coaches to do this job. Right. Or just getting started in some. So, people, so many people feel stuck. Yeah. They really do. People, I mean, I really do get a lot of overwhelming DMs, like at least one every few months. I'm just kidding. I get like, a, I get a few a week, but people are really like lost. Like, Hey, how did you get where you, they just have questions. How did you go from a sheriff's $15,000 salary to a six yeah. figures? Yeah, yeah, for just sure. Kidding. And that's why I want to show sure other people. More than that. I made $24,000 a year take home. I was not far off. No, you were not. That's insane, dude. Yeah. Maybe a little over, maybe 26, but Barely enough to cover a mortgage and life. So I remember thinking to myself at five years when I started with my mentor, I can't live this way forever. Even the, the if you don't promote, I think the cutoff was like at the time, 60,000 a year, which seems like a lot. And it's not yeah. at all. So definitely not. These um, days. Yeah. Not these days. It wasn't a lot then. And it's, I know, I think they, they start them out more right now, obviously, because times have changed, but um, so yeah, people are just there. Um, they're confused on, you like that picture? How you doing? There I you was go. your age in that picture, dude. I was, I was 20. Is that your condo? 
Yeah. Dude, that's the condo with the short ass uh, countertop. Wanna check this out? The, <laughs> so I bought a condo. So the condos around <laughs> there was ADA countertops. It was ADA countertops, that's right. The condo I bought was a little miniature house. It was by itself. It's sad, but I didn't share walls. It looked like the a mini house. Remember that, right? Yeah. And the walls or the 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 um, counters were like I think three inches lower. Yeah. And the doors were wider for wheelchairs. It was like the perfect cottage. And you we called it the, bars in your shower. Yeah, we called it the cottage. Legit. <laughs> the cottage. That's what we called it. Good times. Oh, Good shit, times. Dude. But that was the condo I was living in. I remember when I got that condo, dude. I bought that condo in West Jordan for one hundred eighteen thousand dollars. I, thousand square feet. I don't know how I remembered the countertop shit, but that yeah. picture's what <laughs> reminded me, dude. I don't know how. I you had to have told me like in 2016 or Probably. something. We talked about it, and you're like, dude, the countertop. You came over. Tall. Have you? Did you ever go to that? I never went to that. Was house. that the time frame we we were never speaking? Um, it's probably what it was, right? It was. But you yep. you had that condo. You had from to have had that condo when eleven you were, to eighteen. Yeah. So in fifteen sixteen, you were still in that condo. Sure. Yeah, and we've had we yeah. had that conversation about mm-hmm. countertops being so damn yep. little. To this day, I wish I would have keep. I wish I would have kept it and uh, had it as a rental. Yeah, I mean, we. I bought that for one eighteen. I sold it for two forty in two thousand eighteen, so I doubled what it, what, I, what I bought it for seven years later. That's the power of real estate. It's probably worth three fifty now, dude. So, yeah. but I had to sell it for a down payment on my new house uh, at the time. I think I bought I bought my West Valley house for 190, 180. Mm-hmm. It's worth like we, 500 now. Then we fixed it up and mm-hmm. sold it for like 490. Yeah, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. So real estate's where it's at, but um, that's really the route I want to go is, is getting to more real estate. But real estate takes time. You can't. It's not uh, a quick fix. Yeah. As anything good is, yeah. but real estate to build an empire takes you know at least 10 years. You know, in 10 years you have 50 doors cash flowing. Good passive It's not bad. It's not bad money. While your house is also appreciating. Yeah. While you're they're, also they're paying, yeah. collecting. So a house depreciates. And the, the, the IRS usually will say it's 27 and a half years. So like on this condo, that's 500 grand. I'll make, well, it's $18,000 of depreciation that I want to pay taxes on. So you have, well, we have 50 of those, dude. But the condo's 18, appreciating. Well, the, appreciating. The, the tenants are paying it down. They're paying it down. They're paying the bill. Yep. And a little bit as well. Or if, if It's hard to cash it's flow not in Utah. a whole lot on cash flow. At least Salt Lake County yeah. uh, is not a cash flow state at all, which I'm fine with. I'd rather be in an appreciation state where you're making 8 9 10% on your house versus 300 bucks a month. Yeah. And you'll get mixed reviews on that. Some people will say you're crazy if your house isn't cash flow. To me, but even when it is cash flowing, it's pretty minimal. It's minimal, yeah. yeah. Now, if you if it's you're cash flowing two hundred bucks and you have a hundred unit apartment, well, that's twenty grand a month. Yeah, that's good cash flow, right? Um, but I'd rather appreciation. I'd rather you make like the condo that you know that townhome in Lehigh it appreciates five percent a year, which is very standard. That's twenty five grand a year. It'll appreciate. It'll make me. Yeah. And if, what if you had twenty of those, dude? You know. So real estate's definitely where my. I wouldn't say main focus because I still love what I do, but it's probably 50-50 right now. I probably read more real estate books than I do anything else. Watch more real estate podcasts than anything else. Do you know what was just going through my head? Let's hear it. I can't believe I told the story about the freaking club. <laughs> Why? <laughs> I don't know. You know what people judge you? No, hell no. Let her rip. That's what I'm saying. Um, 
You're still you're still taking on clients though. Every day. I'll never Evolve. I don't think I'll ever be in a position where I do not take clients. It is no more MMF. Mike Manfred Fitness is long gone. And a funny story about that is so from 2015 to 2019, I was Mike Manfrey Fitness. So four years, I was building up my own brand, my own name. I wanted the people to know who was behind the brand. Um, you know, and I hire this business coach. I always tell people you should hire coaches, right? You should never, you should never, you should always be cautious about talking about something you're not knowledgeable on, right? I tell people that all the time. You should never be talking about a topic that you don't know anything about. Yeah. Right. Um, so I wanted to hire a business coach because I had no clue really. How, I started a business, but I, I really wanted to know how to like actually like grow a business. And the first thing he told me was you got to change your name, dude. You cannot have Mike Manfrey Fitness. Most big companies do not have their name in the title. Right. Plus, remember MMF? Yep. The F was red. That was, we actually did like a little, a color um, experiment, if you will. It's, uh, and red was not a good color as far as what I was trying to do. Serious? That's where mint, Evolve Culture, that mint is very warming and it's, it's. Friendly. Very, very friendly. And it's, it's, uh, it's, it's not gender biased. Like it's, it's just, you know, red sometimes is more related to a boy and, yeah. you know. Yeah. There's the, there's, dude, the, MMF, there's right the there. MMF right there, dude. That's right. Oh shit. Yep. So, yeah, he told me to change my name, and I was pissed, dude, when he first told me. Put the Evolve Culture on. Go to that one. Yeah, show that one. It's the probably the very top. Yeah, you'll probably see. You might pass his 900 five-star Google reviews on your way up, though. Keep going. Right there. Oh, you can see the logo in the back. Huh? A little bit. So, um, dude, look at the maturity level. How you doing? Change. Look at that right. guy. That's right. So Evolve Culture. Did you, did you hear me drop the Google reviews in there? Yeah. I have 286 five-star reviews. Go check it out. Number one guy in Utah. So no one has more Google reviews than me out of any coach in Utah. So that's oh, kind of yeah. what I pride myself on. Because that takes, it's hard, dude. Getting a review from a client is like pulling teeth. Even though they love the results, they're just so busy. You know, I'll say, hey, can you give me, I appreciate a Google review. Sometimes they'll write it on their own because they appreciate what I've done for them. Yeah. But it's like pulling teeth, dude. It's so hard to get a review from a client. Yeah. We were just talking about this today. I need to start trying to get, not necessarily get Google reviews for the construction company for anybody to look at it and be like, because mm -hmm. um, the construction company, nobody really cares about that kind of mm -hmm. stuff. I need to get Google reviews to bury the bad ones because yeah. the only goddamn reviews we get is like one star. Like sure. if this dude parks like this, oh, I man. wouldn't trust their work. That's so dumb. That's why sometimes bad reviews doesn't always necessarily mean a bad company. They could be stupid stuff, right? They could just driving be, crazy. Yeah. Yeah. I don't anything. Anything. I don't drive crazy. No, definitely not. So yeah, dude, he told me to change my name and I was really mad about it. And he goes, you have to, if you want to grow your business, because Mike Manfrey fitness, the word fitness, I did not like Yeah, fitness. People would see my Instagram and they see that I do, I was competing and stuff. They thought all I did was competitors or they thought all I did was bodybuilders yeah. and that's not the route I wanted at all. So when you rebranded, was it a big boost? It was a big boost. It really probably tripled my business because it was more inviting. I like that teal color. The teal color is really awesome, right? That mint. Yep. And you can see on Evolve Culture, I have nutrition plus lifestyle. 
Yeah. It's crucial. There's no word fitness in there anymore. It's nutrition and you make it a lifestyle. And that's really what I've been preaching really this since I've been doing this, but the Mike Mantra fitness kind of got in the way of that. Even though I, I would preach to them when they're in my office, most people that from the outside perspective looking in, they've seen the Mike Mantra fitness and they said, well, this is a bodybuilder and this yeah. is what he does. They see even the word fitness. The word fitness sometimes can scare people away, which is my, my, my main clientele, 90% of my business are average, are average people. Oh, right? I, they're I not bet. bodybuilders. They're I not bet. 90, really 95% of my business yeah. because number one, that's the masses. That's who you're going to target. There's more average people than bodybuilders and, and competitors. And number two, you can change more lives. You really can. My average client, someone that's 300 pounds, 400 pounds. That's that. Those are the people that I want. So the, the nutrition plus lifestyles really, um, grown my business because people see that and they want to make it more of a lifestyle. It's not about being in the gym five hours a day. So um, I'm, I'm ready to start a fight with somebody that's listening to this podcast. You ready? Let's do it. What do you think of keto? Oh man. So I have shirts in my office. <laughs> they, I should have worn it. I was actually going to wear my shirt that was dogging on keto people. It, dude, it's in your Instagram. We'll Is find it? it. Yeah, it's in there. So when I hit you up and I said, hey, what do you think? I don't think I have it on there. No, I said, when? Hey, look at that guy. Look at that. Look at the before and after. It's hilarious. Look at that. That's funny. Gosh. Dude. I look like the Grinch in that picture. Look at that. You're sticking your stomach out right there. I was a little bloated, yes. But you could literally. Poke, you could poke your belly right there and it would go right back. But in. literally, that was the day. I've seen it. So that was two months after my daughter was born. That left on picture. The left. So that was two months of sleep deprived, no food, eating like shit. Not working out, not even seven foot in a gym. Which is going to come up and... And I told people, if it could happen to me, it could happen to anybody. Yeah. But then it took me only a few months to get fit again. But, um, so yeah, it's, that was actually a really powerful picture because a lot of people thought I was always fit. Um, they always think like, the coaches are always fit and we always have, Yeah. everyone has shitty days. Yeah, I'm not always Um, fit. Yeah. You always have a really good beard though, which is cool. I don't know, dude. It's getting gray though, bro. I'm seeing it. Lock. Yeah. I earned every goddamn one of those. Oh, yeah, you did. Yeah. Every you have, one you have of employees. Them 20 years That's why I'm employees. <laughs> That's why I run my own shit. I don't want employees, dude. <laughs> 20 years of yeah. construction, yeah. dude. No, no that, keto, though. No, no yeah, honestly, though, keto is effective for some people. But um, going back to the t shirt, I have a shirt that says keto and it's crossed out and it says eat carbs, mm-hmm. period. Because I don't think it's effective for 90% of people. There is keto programs that are effective. I've had clients be on keto and that drop their, their uh, A1C levels and it was internally very healthy. But there's no long-term studies on keto. Do you help people that want keto? I do. Oh, I have okay. about eight clients on keto right now. The reason why is because they're insulin resistant so they can't even have carbs anyway. If you sat here and said, I can't live without carbs in my office. Yeah. Why the fuck would I put you on keto? Tell me. Can you live without carbs? I wouldn't want on. I wouldn't use you. Dude, people that can't live without carbs, yeah, if you cut out carbs for a month, you're going to lose weight. Yeah. But what's going to happen when you put those carbs back in? Right? It, it's really only effective if, number one, you really can't have carbs anyways. A lot of people that are maybe celiacs or, you know, they need everything gluten-free or, you know, there is instances where keto is really effective. So I tell people, and I just posted this the other day, don't ask what's the best diet. Ask what's the best diet for me. That's what people, they don't understand that. They just think there's one diet out there that's going to give everyone six pack. It's yeah. not the case. So you need to find the diet that's right for you. And maybe keto is the right thing for you. But I can tell you from my experience, 
80, 90% of people, maybe they like the idea of keto. After a month, ask them how they're feeling. Eating bacon every day. They might like it at first. Dude, I'm not. That shit gets old real quick. Let me tell you. After a month, they'll see some weight loss, which is cool. Who knows if it's even a fat loss. If you're losing more than two, three pounds a week, you're not losing fat, dude. Right? We've talked about this. For every 100 pounds that you weigh, you can lose one pound of fat or 1% of your body weight. So if you're 300 pounds and you're getting on the scale and losing nine pounds, you didn't lose nine pounds of fat, right? Or if you're 150 pounds and you lose four pounds, you're not losing four pounds of fat. How much of it's what and what? That's hard to determine. It depends on how, you know, if you're really starving yourself, it's most likely more muscle than anything else. Losing the muscle. Absolutely. Um, so that's hard to determine. You can never say, oh, it's this versus that. Yeah, it's either muscle or water most of the time, right? So yeah. it uses those two factors. But you can lose up to 1% of your body weight every week. So these people on keto, they're losing five, six, seven pounds in a week, and they only weigh 200 pounds. Is it muscle? Yeah, muscle and water. And there's a reason why when they get off keto after two months and they want carbs again because they can't live without them, they gain all their weight back and more. But for medical reasons. Some medical, dude, there's some, some studies for keto. It just makes sense yeah. for some people. That's why we'll never knock it. I mean, I, I talk shit about keto because I, don't, I just don't think it's realistic long-term for most people. Or we'd all see people that were fit. The whole keto craze, right? Yeah. It's effective and it's really effective internally and healthy for some people. But 8 out of 10 people, 9 out of 10 people, it's not uh, effective long-term. It's not sustainable. How about uh, fasting? Fasting's effective. Um, eating once a day or twice a day. Intermittent fasting is really effective. Right? Intermittent fasting, if you're doing a what they call 16-8, yeah. 16 hours you're fasting, 8 hours you're eating, that's super effective. It really is because you're not cutting out. When I have clients on intermittent fasting, they're not cutting out any of their macros. On IF, you're still eating carbs and fats and protein. And that's what I preach for my company, Evolve Culture, nutrition plus lifestyle. It's crucial because you have to have a balance of macros. Yeah. You can't cut any of those out. Because each macro, protein, carbs, fats, they all play a role in something, right? So I've had a lot of people that, do, that have done keto and they start losing their hair. You know, they start having major issues because they're cutting, they're going so low in carbs and so high in fats. Because if you do it right, you got to be at 5% carbs. Yeah. And you got your fats have to be 75%. Ketosis. And where people fail also on keto, they don't realize that protein will also kick them out of ketosis. So a true keto plan is 5% carbs, 75% fats. Now we have 80%. That's only 20% left for protein. And some people, their protein's so high. Go eat, eat too much protein. If you have too much protein, it's going to kick you out of ketosis. Plain and simple. Then you just got a fat ass. Yeah. Diet. So that's why some people are trying to build muscle in, in keto. Again, I'm not saying there's probably a person out there that's super buff on keto and they claim that and that's fine. And maybe, maybe they're just genetically a freak. But for majority of people to build muscle, what do you need? Protein. Protein. How are you going to build muscle on 20% protein, bro? No, it's not. <laughs> Unless you're eating 18,000 calories, right? You need at least a gram and a half to two grams of, of, of protein per body pound to build muscle. Say that again. One and a half to two grams of protein per body pound to build muscle. To build muscle. To maintain muscle, you're usually good with, with a female or male between a half gram and one gram of protein. So a lot of my clients that are just losing fat, our goal is to lose fat and maintain muscle. They should be at least a gram per body pound, give or take, depending on the person's lifestyle, age, that's just a rule of thumb. You know, sometimes I say that and people like quote me like it's the Bible. There's, that's a gray area. 
But in that range, a half pound to one pound per body pound to maintain muscle and a gram and a half or one and a half to two grams to build muscle. See, this You is can't all the, do that on keto. This is all the 12 years you're hearing right now coming out. You guys want to be fit? All the knowledge. Let's go. Yeah, that's what I was saying. I was going to pull, pull Caden on the camera and be like, how many calories this guy got to eat to gain weight? Yep, a lot. Muscle building is harder than fat loss. I have about 15 muscle building clients, and that is so much harder than fat loss. Serious? 100%. You can lose a pound of fat in a week. You can't gain a pound of muscle in a week. So the ratio is so, it's, it's harder. Yeah. You can easily, if you're overweight, lose four pounds of fat in a month. Andrew wants to bulk up. It's very hard to gain four pounds of actual muscle in a month, regardless of whatever stupid fucking trainer tells you. Otherwise, that's, you know, fucking V shred. or It's hard to gain trainers. more than four pounds of muscle in a month. Depending on the person. Yep, 100%. Someone that's skinny their whole life, they can't put on muscle anyway. So they're not going to put on four pounds of muscle in a month. Yeah. Right? So now you got a guy that's a bigger dude like you. Maybe so you can gain body, four pounds. Different, different body, body types, types, of course. Which are? What are the different body types? Ectomorph, which is me. Naturally skinny. This homeboy right here. You're probably an ectomorph. Right? You have abs almost year-round, but you can't build muscle because it's so hard. So ectomorph, ectomorph. Endomorph, which is overweight people. Usually obese people are endomorphs. And then mesomorph, which is you, right in the middle. Perfect. Congratulations. I look at a donut, I gain weight. Yeah, but you can also lose weight too. But then I can also lose I weight. I would trade your body for mine all day because you're just a big dude. You just got to chisel it, dude. Chisel that out. We're right? working on that again. You got to chisel it out. Guys that are skinny yeah. to actually have to slap on clay and build that muscle. Dude, eating four, five, 6,000 calories a day, clean food. Is fucking hard. That's what I was telling Caden. I'm like, but dude, be, I would fucking, I would hate that, dude. To be in a deficit? Yeah. Simple, dude. Yeah. Right? It's not as hard. So no, muscle building is way harder than fat loss. And I get it. Like, in a deficit, like me in a deficit right now is not that bad. Like, I feel like I'm eating a ton of food. Yeah. Period. To be negative 500 calories a day, which is one pound of fat in a week, right? So in one pound of fat, how many calories are in a pound of fat? What's that? How many calories are in a pound of fat? I don't know. What is it? You don't know? No. I've taught you better, dude. No. You don't listen to our appointments? Oh, of course I do. Hold on. <laughs> so there's 3,500 calories in one pound of fat. 3,500 calories in one pound of fat. Yeah. So if you're negative 500 calories a day times seven, how many calories is that? 3,500. <laughs> this guy with his calculator. Kate's busting out a calculator right 3, now. 3,500. So the whole point of burning one pound of fat in a week is just be negative 500 calories Dude, a day. I'm just staring at your eyes. like I know. Yeah. They're blue. How they look? Mesmerizing. I'm. I'm. You're giving me math problems, dude. And I'm just. If I wore, if I wore a blue shirt and my blue eyes, you would be like drooling right now. There's that's a possibility. You have blue eyes. You have blue eyes too. It's like looking in a mirror, bro. I'm telling you. What's that hat? I don't know. You guys see these hats around, right? There's like I have like a gorilla one. I have. Uh, I have not seen that. You one. haven't seen these ones? Uh-huh. <clears throat> yeah, they're pretty cool. They're hip. I like it. They're on fleek. Fleek. Think still. Is fleek, Is fleek still a, a word? word? Fleek's a word. It used to be. A cool word like five years ago. Like, like not anymore? fire and shit? So. On fleek? You ain't heard that word before? Really oh, okay. They've probably, no, cha- they they've probably changed the name. What's the word now? What's, what is, what's the new fleek? Because you look hip, bro. You got an earring and everything. Like, Dude, he's, yeah, he's getting it, dog. Yeah. Gas? Did you what just is say it? that? I don't think it's gas. There's no, nobody's going to go around saying you got a ton of gas. <laughs> that hat's on gotta, gas, bro. bro. I, think, I think it's gas. That hat is so gas. <laughs> I, I think Kate said it properly. 
Oh, that hat's gas or something? Yeah. It's so funny. <laughs> you got a ton of gas, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it from here. That's so funny. Um, so, yeah. Um, anyway, so hopefully I answered all the keto people out there. Uh, it's effective. Depends on the person. There's not a one-all fix-all diets. Um, there it is right there, right? Eating four to six meals a day works if you like smaller meals. Keto works if you can't eat carbs. Intermittent fasting works if you want to eat four to eight hours in a 24-hour span. Carb cycling works done correctly. Bottom line, do whatever fucking diet works for you. Bam. Plain and simple. Yeah. There's ton- Every diet works. You know the, the best diet out there? What? You guys want to know what it is? The one you stick to? That's true. Yes, I like that. <laughs> Any to, diet to use that, that puts you in a deficit. That's it. You got to burn more than you consume. It's so simple to burn fat, dude. What it comes down to where people struggle, the average dieter out there right now. Yeah. Is they don't, there's so many, dude, type in diets in Google. See what comes up. Oh, Good like luck. Fat diets Good luck. Like there's so many conflicting things out there. And that goes back to what diet works for me. And it's sometimes it's a matter of trying out every diet out there to see which one works for you. Because it's I, trial and error. And even with my clients, people will hire me and they think I have all the answers up front. I don't know how their body's going to respond to certain carbs, fats. Like, we don't know how their macros are going to be. What's the calorie count they need? They think I have all the answers. And yeah, granted, I may have, if I know your age, your weight, maybe I go, okay, this is what you should be on. Depending on your lifestyle, how active are you, right? If you work at a bank, you're going to be on lower carbs than if you are a construction worker. Yeah, not doing shit. Of course. So that's where macros, and that's where every plan out there is so specific, and it has to be customized. You can't find a a cookie-cutter diet out there. But that's why you go see you. That's why you hire a coach. So that they can be watching that and changing your shit up of course. weekly yeah. to get the best results. Yeah. And the other thing, too, is a lot of people, I think, get discouraged uh, because they'll, they'll, they'll start a diet and they'll get on it and they'll lose weight like the first week. And then the second week, the scale doesn't say shit. The third week doesn't say shit. But most of the times, like, if, I, if my scale does not change, dude, those are some of my best weeks mm-hmm. that I've had. But mm-hmm. I would never know it unless I came in and got tested from you. Of course. You cannot use the scale as your only gauge on how you're doing on a diet, up or down. Even if it says you're down five pounds, do you know if you actually lost five pounds of fat? How do you know? That's why body fat testing is so much more effective than anything else, right? And there's different body fat testing that's out there, right? I use an in-body machine in my office, which is pretty accurate. There is a DEXA body scan, which is, which is super accurate as well. Um, there's like an underwater test that we kind of submerge yourself in water. And that's, I feel like that's the most accurate test out there, but it's expensive and no one's going to do that weekly. Do you come up religious? You what? Do you come back up religious? Yeah. 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 If you have it done by a priest, mm. if it's just so, by, if it's by a random trainer, you're not going to be healed. No. You're not going to be blessed. <laughs> not, not by no. Mike Manfrey. No, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, what was it that you would use early on? I used a, it's called Skindex. It's called a Skindex. It's like a pincher. It's automated pincher, which was effective, but here's a problem with that, dude. And I used that for nine years. When I pinched you with the Skindex, did I ever do your lower half? No. Never. So really, I'm only giving you an upper body reading. I would do your, your bicep, your tricep, your hip, and your back. Yeah. So there was no lower body fat reading. Is that why you switched over? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's much more effective on my on my in body machine because it's a full body, a full body fat analyzer, right? So it's a lot more ac- more accurate. Um, but again, it's, I tell people, I tell my clients, it's just a machine. Yeah, it can be it can be fucked up sometimes. Hydration, if your hydration's off, it can mess that up. 
So, um, but yeah, don't use the scales. You're only gauge. That's why you come in. And that's why most people need to hire somebody. If they really want change, you need to hire somebody, hire somebody. Well, if you want change, not only physically, you yeah. want change. If you're fucking broke as shit and you want to change it, hire a business coach, dude. You know, you want to get better at reading, hire a reading coach. Like there's all these things you want to get rich, hire a financial advisor. So I don't, you know, just hire someone that knows what they're doing and been successful. You try to do it on your own. It's just not going to, it's not going to cut it. No, it takes time too to, to figure everything out. Like me being on my own, doing my own thing for 12 years. Um, I, I could, if I had to turn around right now, knowing what I know to start again, I could, I could be back to where I'm at now in three of the three years. If you hire someone. Yeah. yeah. So you call so the corners, if you hire somebody, save yourself for, yeah, of course, seven years. You cut all the, le- learn from people's mistakes. It's not about reinventing the wheel. It's about copying. You, you want to copy other people. As weird as that sound, you want to copy their success. Someone that's successful, copy what they did, right? They're not better than you. Just copy what they've done. Yeah. So learn from their mistakes. But even once you kind of know you still have mistakes and you're always still learning, you're always adapting. You know, that's for 11 years, but you're always adapting. You're always, how do I grow Shit's more? It's always changing. Yeah. It's always changing, even though the body has not really changed from, you know, 10,000 years ago. I feel like for the most part, like, your body's not really different than it was 20 years ago. Like the methods that worked 20 years ago still works. Right. Yeah. I mean, so I feel like you don't really need to reinvent the wheel when it comes to that. You, you can stick to the basics, the ba- and the basics are living a normal, healthy lifestyle. That's sustainable. That's where people fail, dude. They find stuff that's not sustainable. I like it. They're on these bullshit diets and they're not sustainable. And then they get fed up. After a month, they lost some weight. They feel like shit. They can't do this forever. So they're like, well, fuck it. I'm not going to diet ever again. No more diets for me. And they just give up. And they're content being overweight or skinny or unhealthy. They have no knowledge. So what's the best way to get a hold of you? Um, I have an OnlyFans. Um, do you do feet too? You do feet too? <laughs> this kid's laughing. Do you show feet too? Yeah, that's all I do is feet pictures. because they're Dude, we need to collaborate. Dude, I'm telling you. We need to collaborate. It's so awesome. Dude. I'm like, people are going to pay me a thousand bucks for my feet? Yeah. That's dope. I got a fucked up toenail. Yeah. Everybody yeah. goes nuts over They're not even my feet. I find pictures on the internet and I just send it to them. <laughs> I just, I go to Google and type in feet and then I send them those. those they're not even my own feet. Which they don't is, know yeah, that, they don't know. Of course they don't know that. Yeah. It's pretty awesome stuff. So. <laughs> they don't know my foot's really not 15 yeah, inch that's right. shoe. That's right. Yeah. Um, people can get a hold of me through Instagram, right? At Mike Manfrey underscore. My website is MikeManfrey.com. So, um, and you got a coaching thing coming up soon. You're starting to put together, trying to, I might. Yeah. I mean, if you're really wanting to know how to make six figures in this business and you could be, you could do that very, very easily. Like if you're in your first year or two nervous leaving your company or you're thinking about doing it or something, wanting to go out on your own. Cause there's so many people that are working the nine to five grind and they hate it. Now, my job's still nine to five grind, not those times, but yeah. you're, I'm, I'm still there. So have I really left the nine to five grind? Maybe not. Have I really escaped that yet? I have more freedom. I can cancel Flexible. my day whenever I want. Yeah. Right? Your power could go out in the office. Yeah. It does that sometimes. Just your office. Yeah. There's like a fuse box. <laughs> it just goes out in my office. <laughs> when you so. text me that, I was like, whatever, dude. Bullshit. Yeah. Dude, my office, I'm telling you, some, I hope it's there your, one time. Your office was the well, only the whole one. upstairs, not oh. like the whole building. Oh. 
Because you, you're like, dude, the, the building's out. And I'm like, what? And you're like, no, it's just my, like, wait, our, it's just my office. Our I'm upstairs. Like, so I'm checking Instagram and shit. Where are you at, yeah. dude? Our upstairs. Yeah. So, no, I, I, I love coming to see you because it, dude, I, what did I drop? What have I dropped in the last month? Like 12 pounds, right? 12 pounds yeah. or so. In a month. Uh-huh. And yeah. it's been three, what was the body fat? One, one percent. It's like 3%, three percent, three and a half percent. I have a hundred clients, so I don't know. Three and a half percent, I think, is what it was. People ask me all the time, like, hey, they, how, what, what am I down? I'm like, I don't know. Here's the deal. If, if anything, go see Mike so that you can listen to the music when you're getting scammed. <laughs> <laughs> go see him just so you can listen to the music. And when you do, text me or DM me and let me then tell me how badass that music is. Yes. That's right. How many times do you hear that a day? It really depends on the clients I have. If it's like an older crowd, which a lot of my clients are in that 45 to 60 range, I put on like older jams. Oh. I don't put on Drake when I have a 60-year-old in my office. I'm talking about your your machine. Oh, I was talking about my Pandora. Yeah, no, I figured. No, and that music has got to like jive with somebody. Mm -hmm. So that's what I thought you were getting ready to say is the older folks start dancing and shit. And you can't move on I do have that on. I actually have someone dancing on my, yeah, I have some. You can't move on it or you're just going to sit and listen to the music. People try moving and I'm like, you can't move because you're going to mess the machine up. They're like, I don't want to interrupt the song though. I want to keep going. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Shit, what time is it? What other questions you got for me? How has this been so far? Have you learned anything? With the podcast? Yeah. Uh... It's nerve-wracking as shit. Why is it nerve-wracking? Introvert. Dude, I hate... This is good. We're just having a conversation, yeah. dude. Yeah. No, this is good. But I knew that, like, I came in earlier, right? And I was like, I said, this one's going to be good. I know you. We're going to get yeah, some shit. it's easy. We got some stories to tell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We keep it. We want to keep it low-key. You're ki- I don't want to keep you too long, dude. Like, we've been I'm here as long as you want, shit. dude. Can you believe These guys have to edit it. it. Yeah. We started kind of late, but... Um, Kids, dude. What's your questions, man? Kids. What are the questions you got? How did the kids? Kids, kids are, yeah, kids are fun. Yeah. I have a three-year-old, almost four. My wife's pregnant now. So. You're going to have another fat Another little girl. You're gonna take? Yeah, I will. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I will, for sure. Yeah. Oh, shit. She's due in uh, January, so. Two we'll girls. Yep. I'm not blessed to have boys like you, dude. No? No. You're going to. I'm doing something wrong. You, are you going to uh, have more kids? Nope, I'm done. That's it. Two yep. girls? Two kids. It's perfect. Like you have it. like 12, right? Or there, is it 13 or 12? How many kids do you have? I, it's on my phone. I'd have to look. Yeah. Do they just go off like numbers? They even have names? Carry the two. Do you have like number that is the number six, number yeah. 12? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, you have a lot of kids. Four kids. Whew. That might as well it's be 12. It's not even that much. Where that might as well be We're 12. in Utah, dude. They're gonna, they were expecting some bigger numbers That's than true. that shit. That's true. Yeah. I have seven. Wow. <laughs> All right. I'm like four kids. Yeah. But it's, 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 uh, it's four kids under 12. So yeah. Our neighbor growing up in my house in Taylorsville, uh, they had 19 kids. Clarks. Is that legal? I don't even know, but the house was not that big. They lived in, they, the lived, kids in our, rented. they lived in our neighborhood in our middle-class neighborhood. Yeah, the house couldn't have been. It wasn't that big. They had 19 big. kids, but I think, uh, like it was like every year she popped out a baby. Which is crazy. So, yeah, dude. You can never get on your fitness goals <laughs> like if you keep popping out babies. Legit, they're kids. Yeah, you'll never have abs if you keep popping out kids. No. 
the male or the female. I was going to say even the guy won't yeah, have not, Yeah, not the guy. <laughs> he won't have either. He'll, he'll have an addiction, though, to like Xanax or something. That's right. That's right. But you can be fit. Anyone that wants to be fit can be fit and healthy. They really can. It doesn't matter how busy you are. I have clients that are single moms of five, and they kill it. I look forward every week so, to come and see you. Yeah, most people do. That's their... Sometimes when clients cancel on me because they had a bad week, they're actually mad at themselves. They didn't come in. Like when I see them the following week, yeah. they didn't get remotivated. They should have just came in and, and you know. Nothing changed. Yeah. But when they come in after a bad week, they're remotivated to, to, you know, sometimes they realize it wasn't as bad as they thought. Yeah. Um, so they're remotivated to come back. Well, shit, there's times that, you know, I like I said, on the scale and shit like that, you know what I mean? I'm down a pound or something. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is bullshit. Yeah, yeah. And then I go in and I'm like, oh, damn. Yeah. We lost some weight. So what's the what's the fitness myths that you have you have questions on? What are you guys questions yeah, on? Yeah, what do you guys want to know? You what's your questions? That, what's the fitness myth that you guys want to want me to debunk Let me right pull now? Pull up my notes. I'll debunk any fitness myth you want right now. What fitness myth do you? What's on your mind? What's some of the What's some of the main ones you got? Do you guys hear? Do you guys have any? No. So the three that I get the most, we go back to the keto thing. The carbs. Will carbs make me fat? Right. Yep. And the answer to that is no, but it's more about quality of carbs and timing of carbs. Could that be like a no, but yes? Like yeah. If you eat a shit ton of carbs. Of course. Yeah. Carb like, carb donuts before bed will make you fat. Like, can alcohol make me drunk? Yeah. One. A no. fun fact about alcohol is that you don't get fat on the alcohol. You get fat you on eat. your yeah. It's what you consume. Because your body, it's the toxin to your body, so your body will digest that as quickly as possible to get it out of your system, and it will store the food you've been eating, the Beto's at 2 a.m. The bag of Doritos I carry mm-hmm. around with me around yep. the party. Yep, that's it. The bad choices you make once you're drunk. <laughs> so, yeah, carbs, that's the number one one I hear all the time is carbs will make me fat. They won't. Um, it's more about timing of carbs. Dude, 90% of my clients, going back to that, they eat carbs throughout the whole day. You was included. Yep. You're eating carbs for every meal, and you're losing fat. And we're talking about breads. We're talking about pastas. Yeah, except for dinner. Um, Cereals. You can eat all those and lose fat. So. Yeah, I I don't. Dude, I feel like I'm eating a shit ton. Mm -hmm. And the other. Okay, so here's one for you, too. Some people go. Some people will start with high carbs and bring you down through the weeks. Mm -hmm. And some people start low and will start bringing you back up. Okay. What's your thought on that? Depends on the person. Just depends on the person. Mm-hmm. Depends on their lifestyle. So you got some people you'll start somewhat high and drop them down. Not necessarily drop them down. Um, I typically, I don't know about per week, but per day you want to you want to start your carbs off higher in the morning, right? Yeah. You want to break that fast, and then you taper your carbs off as the day goes on. But oh, did I say carbs? Yeah. I meant calories, dude. Oh. Fucking calories. Yeah. The other c word. Oh yeah yeah yeah. When you're, when you're, do you, some people will like kind of, kind of drop down to like maybe like a 20, I don't know, 2,500 calories or something, 2,600 calories. Where'd you find that number and from? And then continue to drop down. I just pulled Where'd you get that number from? <laughs> Where'd you get that number Google. from? Google, bro. Google's always right. I found it in Google. Yeah. So calories are dependent on the person, but calories aren't created equally. And so another myth we can talk about is not all calories are the same, right? So I can put a client on. 1300 calories of clean, healthy food. And it feels like it's 2,500 calories because it's low, low glycemic, slow digesting carbs spread throughout the day. So it's all about timing and it's all about making sure you're getting 
the 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 balance of protein, carbs, fats in almost every meal. I'm pretty sure you just spoke Spanish, but yeah, I'm gonna come to you because that's why you pay I me. Can't. Yeah, exactly. that's why you pay me. Hundred percent. You don't need to know. I'll just I'll just I'll just keep fishing for you. I'm not gonna teach you how to fish. There you go. I'll just keep fishing. I'll just for keep you. losing weight every week. Yep. I'll always fish for you. So, yeah. So the calorie thing is not. It's not right or wrong. It's just you, it's dependent on the person. Okay. Some people on 2,500 calories might feel so full they might gain weight, right? And so, and some people on 2,500 calories might be starving. Depends on their. It's all about their lifestyle, right? Yeah. Nutrition plus lifestyle. You know what I'm saying? Evolved culture. I like it. Nutrition plus lifestyle. If your lifestyle is a very active person, you need more food than the person that sits at home all day or works at a bank. I like it. Okay. Dig it. Dig Anything it. else? Yeah, Questions? You're not, no. You're you good? good? Yeah, I'm not going to take up any more. No more time, myths? Buddy. Is there like a, oh, we got another. a limit to how much like protein your body can handle? That's a good one. I get that one a lot too. Is there a limit to how much protein your body can handle a day? There is a limit because you will – shit out a bunch if you use too much. If you're eating too much protein, you get a, a bad stomach ache. That's your body saying you ate too much protein. But that depends on the person. You Do you know who Ronnie Coleman is? Okay, so he probably needs more protein than this homeboy right here, right? <laughs> probably. Yeah. So each person's so different. Maybe he can ingest 100 grams of protein per meal, but you can, probably can't do that. So that's where each person's so different, but... They, they always say 25 to 50 grams is like the most you can should consume in, in one sitting, right? And there's probably uh, – uh, that's kind of a gray area, but, yeah, everyone has eaten too much protein, and they were like, oh, i got to take a shit. But your body's saying you ate too much for sure. But if you're eating six meals a day and you're getting 50 grams of protein per meal, that's 300 grams of protein. It's not bad, right? So um, maybe you're getting shakes in between, so – that's what, a good question. What's the shakes in between? What do you mean? Oh, did you say protein shake? Yeah. Oh, I'm like, do you just start getting jittery and shit if you're Yeah. Not? Well, the shake weight. You have a shake weight? That's the shakes <laughs> in between. <laughs> if you do the shake weight in between your meals, you'll get buffer. Is that what uh, it is? That's what I meant. Yeah, the shake weight. It creates bad I habits. I need to get one of those. Have, have it in my office to show people workouts. Just to sit like on a... I don't think anybody will buy it anymore. You don't think so? No. I should, I should buy a shake weight. You know what a shake weight is, right? Oh, hell yeah, I do. Okay. Yeah. This, this guy? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I should get a client. A client be like, hey, can you do a workout you, for me? I'll say, here, just do this. Why do you think they colored it blue? Is it blue? I think it's blue. Oh, I don't know. Is it blue? I have no idea. Google it, dude. Shake weight. You guys know what the shake weight is? Oh, I know oh okay. I don't know anybody that doesn't know the shake weight. Silver, dude. That thing's white and silver. Why do yeah. I think it was blue? I don't know. There it is. Can you buy that on Amazon? I think I'm going to buy one. Like, I dude, swear to God, I'm going to buy just one, dude. Sit, dude yeah. you, can. you can buy anything on Amazon. Guarantee. Yeah. You got Walmart. They still sell shake weights? That's At Walmart? Fucking rad. Oh, that one's white. Okay. Well, the one's black, the one's white. Like, why can't we get blue or... Okay, I don't see any blues in there, dude. Hmm. Just All put right. it on a shelf and see who notices it. So I just should. sit it on the shelf and, and anybody comes in. At, right in front of my desk. It. I have to, like, look around to, like, talk to you. <laughs> <laughs> see if they notice it. I have to, like, it's, like, in my face. I'm trying to, like, look at you. You should do that. Oh, my gosh, that. dude. But No, we. I'm done wasting your time, dude. Any other questions at all? Nope. We might have to get you back on the podcast. Yeah. Um, 
I'm going to work on, I'll talk to you after this. We'll figure out something. I want to do a giveaway. Okay. So. You need to end it a certain way or is that it? That's it. Peace out. Handshake. That's it. We've been busting a handshake. Can we do one of those? Oh. uh, That's, uh, what's that from? They've never seen it. Uh, Predator. Predator? Arnold Schwarzenegger's like, you son of a bitch. And they go, and they're all like oiled up and like greasy. Predator? Yeah.